Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I'm still waiting for Miss Honey to come and adopt me away from this abusive podcast. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Okay, Remington. That's not a good start. Well, I'm sorry, is this an intervention? Yes. <laughs> we, yes, we, we, we start... You're sitting me down for the talk? What's going on here? Remington, I... Your mother and I have been very concerned. <laughs> oh, wait, that's actually a little bit weird because apparently your mother does listen to the podcast. Uh, it's, it's true. That's true. Yeah. That is a bit strange. I don't know if I can continue with this bit with that knowledge in my mind. Uh, but no, Remington, uh, today's going to be a bit interesting, to say the least. Okay. Well, you've, you we're, we're less than a minute in and you, you've started an intervention and, and used the, the word interesting. So sounds like I am fucked. I don't know, man. It depends on what your definition of fucked is. Uh, it seems like I'm going to be pretty fucked. <laughs> it could mean so many different things. Don't you want to elaborate a little bit? Get a little more detail into how you might be, uh, fucked, as it were? I believe, and I believe that the people would agree, it is self-evident. <laughs> it's a self-evident fucking. It is a self-evident truth that where I stand upon this podcast... With the knowledge that it's been already provided unto me within these mere minutes that I'm fucked. <laughs> we hold these truths to be self-evident <laughs> that Sean's a bit of a dick. Ooh, ooh, attacking me directly, huh? Ooh, with your- I mean, at uh, least when it, com- uh, when it comes to this podcast, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if this is all a great big bamboozle, Rem? Have you considered the fact that I'm doing this uh, just to kind of mislead you? You're that, that would also make you a dick. <laughs> so you're telling me no matter what I do, I'm going to be forever branded as a dick. At this stage, yeah! <laughs> well, you never know, Rem. Maybe I could be setting you up for something truly wonderful and special. You ever consider that? Oh, okay, okay. What? What? What's this super special... Thing you you got for me? Uh, well, the real question is, Rem, is how do you feel about orbs? 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 Uh, I I believe that they they can be enchanting and entrancing. <laughs> is that what you tell your girlfriend, Rem? <laughs> hey, babe, we gonna bring out the orbs, yeah? <laughs> They're enchanting and entrancing. <laughs> oh God. Uh, I don't think that's where I wanted to go with this episode, but here we are. We're, we're orb talk with Rem and Sean. Uh, I, I mean, I still don't even know where. We, I, I cannot express, like, to the listeners, like, you guys all already know. I don't. You all have seen the title. You get it. You know. I am fucking clueless. Yeah. Well, uh, for being fucking clueless, uh, I've actually given you a, a large basis as to what we're going to be dealing with. Uh, Orbs. Orb. Well, a orb. A single orb. One orb. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> okay. And, 
Is it the, the great divine orb in the sky that we call the magnificent sun? <laughs> uh, not Am this. I just staring into the sun this week until I go blind? Uh. My great retirement of this show, <laughs> finally. <laughs> the, the monkey's paw curls. Oh, yes, Remington. Just just five episodes of the sun and then this is it? <laughs> that would be... That would be about... <laughs> That'd be like what a hundred a ep- hundred minutes of just staring into the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a way to end the career. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I should probably elaborate a bit more, Rem. Uh, we we should mention. Uh, don't don't look at the sun. No, uh, don't. Retinal damage can happen uh, if you stare at it for a hundred seconds or less. Yeah, no, it, don't. That's two minutes. That's don't do that. Just, it, I know it's a big, pretty ball of fire in the sky, but guess what? Not much to look at. It's just a big, pretty ball of fire in the sky. You can stare at m- many other things and get the same effect without losing your ability to see. Uh, Wait a minute, Sean. If we assume that orbs don't need to be inherently spherical, then you know what would be an orb? What? An egg, okay. baby. We're back to egg fest. Oh, God damn it, Remington. No. Y'all thought you could get a couple weeks uh, break. I think two weeks of break from Eggfest. No, sorry. We're no, back. Oh, I don't want to be back. I left. I was done. It was over. <laughs> we left it in our very disgraceful Pride Month episodes. I thought that was it. I thought uh, I'm I was sorry. Free. I'm sorry, Sean. Uh, are you expecting me to not run jokes into the floor? Tell that to all of our boy wizard patrons. Or, in fact, the Ayugs. <laughs> Tell- <laughs> Okay, all right, all right, Orb, we can't let this be another shitty part one, Orb. Orb, okay, so Remick, to the anime we're going to be talking about is a new anime that's been airing this season uh, called uh, Fumetsu no Anata-e, which is, uh, you're probably going to be wanting the English translation. Uh, That good old Orb. Yes, Remington. Fumetsu no Anata e is directly translates to mm, that good old orb. Yeah, yeah. Hit the nail on the head, Remington. Congratulations. I, I, well, I, I, I have been studying my Japanese. <laughs> that might be the biggest lie you've told on the podcast. And you've told some whoppers in the past. Uh, but no, Remington. The uh, proper translation is to your eternity. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Divine Eggfest. Let's do oh, this. Oh, God, Rem. No. Okay. Don't just let it pass over you. I, just keep. I keep, don't. Force it through, Sean. Force it through. I am not forcing the egg through my body. That is not what's going on here. <laughs> uh, at any rate, uh, so To Your Eternity, Rem, is a very hard show to describe, uh, which is interesting because it makes my job uh, much harder. Uh, but no, Remington. Uh, to keep it simple, uh, this is the story about an orb. Okay. Uh, and this orb is uh, thrown to the uh, earth uh, to be observed by a higher power, uh, i.e. the gods and i.e. us, technically. And this orb has a very unique ability to uh, change forms uh, based on the beings it is reflected in. Uh, okay. And this is the story of this orb going around and experiencing life and humanity and occasionally getting brutally murdered. Oh, okay. I am still confused. Oh, good. Because <laughs> I am too, and I've watched the show. <laughs> Fantastic. We're on the same page then. Yeah. 
No, I, Rem, I can't. I, I genuinely can't go more into it. What the fuck you mean? You've just told me. Okay, it's an orb that shapeshifts. Yep. With its reflections and gets murked yep. sometimes. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, and it's literally just the story of this orb uh, and its experiences in this fantasy world. All right. I'm, I'm just sort of expecting isekai. Does the isekai orb get a harem? Uh, it's not an isekai, and it uh, there is no harem as far as I can tell. Because if there is, it's a little fucked up. Uh, <laughs> okay. And by a little, All I right. mean a lot fucked up. Because my oh. god. Uh, the orb does not have much in the means of intelligence. So I don't know if consent would be a factor for the orb. Oh, okay. This is good. I don't understand. But sure, let's do this shit. Trust me, Rem, it's one of those things that once we jump into it, I get to watch you struggle to explain some things. Uh, <laughs> and I think that'll be good for a lot of people. Uh, but with that being said, Rem, uh, let's go watch. And by let's, I mean everybody watching this, go watch some To Your Eternity. Previously. I am not forcing the egg through my body. That is not what's going on here. You sticky Asian sesame boy. Up next, Roofies, Roofies Everywhere. What a what a horrible, horrible song. Oh, that old Cosby Show theme song. Ram is Moss Alive. Yes! Now, back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming five whole episodes of Fumetsu no Anata-e, or To Your Eternity. And Remington, uh, I'm going to preface this with this is a very popular show this season. Probably one of the most popular. Uh, so I, I feel that like as you I feel will. like I made promises in part one that I can't remember what they were. <laughs> Did I promise I would make sense of what was going on? I think I think you promised to try and make sense of the orb, but I genuinely <laughs> cannot remember because <laughs> I am a, like watching this show uh, emotionally drained me the first time around. So we'll have to see where uh, we'll have to see where you lie. Where 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 does Remington stand? See cool. if you can uh, live up to your promises that you have completely forgotten about. <laughs> so Remington, to your eternity, what do you think? One thing you can say for sure, boy oh boy, there's an orb. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is, Remington. <laughs> it's an orb for about mm, a minute. Yup. I let, so let me say this, all right? I'm giving this show a thumbs up. I okay. want that to be known. All right, here it comes. Okay. <laughs> However, Let's there's going to the be a lot of things that I say that, given its popularity, would indicate otherwise. So I just want to clarify, I enjoyed it. Hmm. Hmm. I'm getting some flashbacks here. There's a, there's a certain... This tastes very. This tastes very Kyoani to me, Rem. This uh, this opinion uh, you're about to share. <laughs> all right, listen, listen, Sean. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I ain't gonna bury the lead. It's got weird water. All right, there's some weird water in this show. <laughs> you're damn right there is. And now the problem is, due to this meme, anytime there's weird water, two things happen. One, you're damn right I notice it because of the fucking meme that we've created on the podcast. And two. I have to notify people because if there's like a single person out there who was like, I, I, th I sort of thought the water was weird and I don't mention it, they're going to be like, what the fuck? So <laughs> it's like a contractual obligation at this point. The water is a bit weird. And the weird thing is- Remington. Only in one scene though. In yeah. one scene, the water is weird. Then it goes to being normal 
Find water in all of the other scenes. What the fuck? Ninety <laughs> percent of the water is fine and normal, but then in one scene, it's some weird CGI bullshit. I don't understand. Well, budgets are complex, Remington. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but okay, okay. Water's a bit weird. That's you know, that's that's the assessment. Uh, did you ever think that your opinions on animated water would be part of your legacy? <laughs> It, oh man. Hey, but for every, every every bit of animated water that's part of my legacy, there's also every bit of uh, inappropriate Joey Wheeler that's a part of my legacy, so. I see. Know, it's not all bad. It's not all bad. Thank God inappropriate Joey Wheeler did not come out uh, during one of our collabos. That would, that would <laughs> have been a disaster. God, it was so tempting. Uh, nonetheless, so we, we open up with some. Uh, exposition about the divine orb that became uh, a rock and some moss and uh, and then a dying wolf. And as it becomes the, the now dead wolf, it returns to a boy in this tundra. Uh, and the boy is very happy. And we just ignore how fucked up it is that the boy is so happy to have his dog back, but it's not his dog. Don't worry about <laughs> it. It's pretty fucking dark. And, like, the boy knows that the dog is acting differently, which sort of adds to it. It's sort of fucked up. Uh, but don't worry about it. Oh, we should also say, uh, from this point on, heavy, heavy spoilers. Oh, yeah, there's there's heavy spoilers. Though, I don't know, man. I don't know if any of the spoilers... Sure. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. People will be upset if you spoil things, Ram. Uh, that, that why the, the nature fuck are of the they... Internet. Why are they listening to this, then? Well, assume, assumedly, they listen to the first half, they get interested, they watch a couple episodes, knowing how many we've watched, and then be like, ah, okay, I see. Let's see if I agree with him. Uh, or they don't give a rat's ass about the show, and those are the people who just keep watching all the way through. All right, all right. Well, uh, fortunately, uh, the the boy that um, the, the, the orb has, orb wolf has come to, it's a very difficult show to talk about. It is um, in the beginning, yes. We will call boy boy an orb wolf orb. <laughs> and orb These is not a horse be, this time. <laughs> they shall be their degrees. I forgot about orb horse. Oh my god. That was a good meme. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, all right, anyway. So fortunately, the boy uh, talks to himself and narrates nonstop so that we can get a full set of exposition on top of the narrative opening we just got. Um, because this show thinks that we're a bit dumb. Um, this show is a lot of things, but, but subtle is not one of those things. This show will make sure to spell out everything for you besides the orb. The orb, it, it just wants to confuse you. Everything else, it will explain in, in detail. Like, I think it could have been neat to have a silent first episode, or at least a mostly silent first episode. That'd be cool, um, but nah. We, we just get a bunch of dialogue that doesn't really, it's not great, it's not great. Uh, I Like the first episode, I'll, I'll continue finishing with the, the sort of plot, but just the first episode, it's really interesting, really cool, but it, it, the, the subpar dialogue and weird narration detract a little bit from the first episode. Uh, okay. Nonetheless, I see distant torch flames, but they are still distant, so there is time, Rem. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Anybody was like, oh, the boy should talk more. 
<laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, so the the boy, his whole little village, they've like I they they've died slash trekked on uh past the the snow. Uh, apparently the boy's like I'm gonna do it. Uh, he starts on his journey. He's very gung ho. Um, like it's very admirable how uh he he's struggling right. Um, he. He falls through, he gashes his leg, he's, he's getting real cold, but he, he just keeps pulling on through with, with Orb, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's only when he finds, uh, the wreckage of, of a past party that he had assumed this whole time made it, where he's like, ah, shit. He has a bit of a breakdown, he returns home, he cries, uh, he's losing strength, and, uh, eventually, he, uh, he, he does the death. Uh, he <laughs> does he, the death? <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, yeah, this boy was really happy and wanted to, go, wanted to eat some fruit. Uh, was having a good time, and then he just does a death, you know, like you do. Yeah. You do a death uh, in a chair, it's fine. <laughs> and, uh, Orb is like, fuck yeah, new body. So, Orb... <laughs> Orb becomes boy. <laughs> Orb becomes boy. Orb becomes boy. Boy goes to heaven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either that or some kind of spiritual purgatory. It's hard to tell. <laughs> he's at the point he's with all of his dead family, so it's fine. They are um, also just kind of a faceless crowd, so it's a little hard to tell. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. It could be a nightmare hellscape depending on your interpretation, but it, they seem happy, so The boy's not too smart, so I'm sure he's happy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, first episode, I really love like the concept in the opening and it's very different. Uh just ah, oh, there's so much talking. So much unnecessary dialogue, and they were so repetitive with their dialogue. Jesus, fuck. Like, I think strip out 90% of the dialogue and narration in episode one, and it becomes so much better. Like, you could have had something... Like, right now, it's it's a good first episode, but it could have been something special. You know, Sean? It could have okay, been... Okay, see, now the, now the porches are getting closer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about how high the potential was and how it was sort of squandered when instead of just letting the your very good storytelling exist you feel the need to bang the audience over the head with it and be like but is it good though could you double check is it good does it make sense i'm really pleased with it so i want to make sure it makes sense it's like yeah no yeah it, it, it it's good dude it's it. you're fine you're fine all right so this is the part where i tell you who wrote this story uh, because it was Recky gonna... all along. <laughs> Recky, I knew it. <laughs> no, no, no. Recky has not improved that much, unfortunately. He has <laughs> improved. A twist. He has improved. Not that much. Oh, not enough yeah. to make a genre jump like this. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, the author of this uh of this uh series is a Yoshitoki Oima uh, or Oima. I forget how to pronounce it exactly. Sure. Uh, you don't recognize the name. That's fine. Not at all. Uh, you recognize their other really, really big uh, story. Uh, oh, okay. Which is probably going to have the same fan base pissed at you. Oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> uh, because uh, uh, she also wrote uh, Silent Voice. <laughs> so... Oh, it doesn't surprise me in the least. I There was a comparison to make later, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. No, this, my comparison to make later, it just, it's so much easier now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so th this show, good old Eternity Orb, whatever the show's called. Uh, 
To your eternity. To your eternity. It's three fucking words in English, Rem. I didn't even have to throw any weird Japanese at you. I just said the Japanese title to kind of flex some of my pronunciation improvements. <laughs> so, uh, it, and now's as good a time as any to sort of give my general thesis statement before we move into the other four episodes. I think the show, it's good. It has a such a great, like, mythological feel that you don't get almost like many other places, which is really neat and interesting. Um, it, it, it feels, it feels very much like, uh, a, a book of fables and stories and myths. And I love that quality of it. I love the ideas presented. I love the, the stories told. That being said, I think that it lacks subtlety and nuance and that everything is black and white and you shall not see any gray within these walls. Um, which, you know, I was gonna make a comparison earlier, but now it just fits very well. It matches up very similarly to a lot of my feelings with Silent Voice. Uh, similarly, I think that To Your Eternity, very emotionally resonant, right? But I would have liked a bit more depth in a lot of the moments and characters. So now they're definitely charging. Oh, they were going to but... charge. Like, I literally have Silent Voice written down. So... <laughs> Like, I was... The comparison was gonna be made. <laughs> I know. I knew it was, which is why I told you the author now, just to save you a little bit of, uh... A little well, bit what, of, uh... As with Silent Voice, I gave Silent Voice a thumbs up. I don't know if y'all remember, because y'all were busy getting mad at me. I gave it a thumbs up. Yeah, but you also said a lot of really mean things about it. <laughs> <laughs> and people only hear the mean things. Uh, if... All right, so this could just be recency bias, but uh, right now, I think that To Your Eternity is better than Silent Voice. So, uh, in in my opinion, I, I think I liked it more, uh, though it's been a while since we did Silent Voice. So, you know, could, once again, could be recency bias. Uh, and this is also a show versus a film, so the show can take things a bit slower. Yeah, which I really enjoyed. Uh, all right, so... Because there's a that... lot of things cut out of the uh, Silent Voice uh, film versus the manga, so... Uh, yeah, but I, I like this general idea, um, and it seems like they're going in this way, of this orb visiting different communities, different people, learning different lessons from them, learning humanity from them, um, each of these communities going through their own uh, difficult struggles and tribulations, right, um, while we explore the world. Uh, I, I think it, ha it has felt the need to explain too much about the world, where I, I think that it could have leaned more into, like, stranger in a strange land, make us feel like there's, there's more world than we're seeing. Just right. without the weird sex cult thing at the end? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's Stranger in a Strange Land, right? I, I'm not misremembering my books. Uh, I'm going to Google Stranger in a Strange Land sex cult. Because I remember it just being like Mars Man throughout, and then weirdly in the last half, it was just a weird yeah, sex yeah, cult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's sex cult, yeah. Yeah, okay, thank But yeah, I, I, I would have I appreciated it more if instead of feeling the need to over-explain almost everything if it under-explained and just implied a whole lot more, right? Because the world it's crafted is interesting. I'm I'm digging what's going on, but it's so black and white and over-explained that I'm like, oh, okay. I, I want there to be some intrigue, some some ambiguity, some mysteries, and those are just, those, those are not present. Uh, episode two, 
we we get our second arc and really uh we've only had two little arcs so far first episode was its own arc Se second episode second through five is uh the sort of village sacrifice arc <laughs> such a heavy title for such a uh you know sad little story it's uh, let's murk this bitch arc where bitch <laughs> is uh, a cute little girl and so uh we open every episode with some narration and flashback, uh, blah, blah, blah. I've had my grievances about that, but at least they don't narrate beyond that too much, which I appreciate. They, there's still, like, exposition and flashback beyond that, but... You can also skip the first couple minutes of every episode and not miss anything. You're fine. Yeah. The shonen uh, skip applies here, weirdly, which it's not a shonen, <laughs> but the shonen skip does apply. Yep. So, um, Orb has just been trekking through the snow, through... The, the valleys eventually comes to a forest. Uh, he's been dying. I mean, I'm going to say he, even though it's like it, because they're they're in a masculine form right yeah. now. Um, it's just easier. Do, do you want to call the orb by his name uh, that he gets later in this arc, or are you just going to keep calling him orb? Uh, we'll see when we get there. Okay. Uh, but yeah, it keeps dying and immediately reviving because it's more of an, an a, a principle of nature than an agent, uh, especially at this stage. Uh, he gets to a, a mountainous forest, and then a big old bear comes and whacks him off a cliff. Uh. <laughs> now, you say big old bear, but we're talking like kaiju-level bear. It is a big old bear. <laughs> big old take, angry bear. I'll tell you what, take take the biggest bear you've ever seen, add another bear on top of that, double that, and make it bigger. <laughs> and put it in a trench coat. Two bears in a trench coat trying to sneak into the movie theater. There we go, it's a big old bear. Um, so big old bear thwacks him. Uh, then we cut to this little village, this little tribal village, right? Um, and there's this cute little girl playing with plushies. She gets a new stuffed animal from, uh, from sort of like who amounts to her babysitter or role-ish. Older sister figure is probably the best way to phrase it. Well, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, not by blood, but just by, you know, they're the close knit community. It takes a village. It takes a village. To sacrifice uh, a child. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, that would uh, be the, March is the kid and Perona is the uh, sister character. I'll be honest. I think Perona was maybe said once. Uh, so I have her written down as sissy every time because that is what she is called always by March. So uh, I'm only going to remember sissy and that's what I'll be calling her. It, but yeah, so the weird thing about that is, is it's going to sound like you're calling her your uh, uh, older sister. So, uh, well, there's I mean, nothing I can do about it. All right. <laughs> what? Learn a name? No siree. We're past that point now. We've passed the learning stage. Now it's the, the, the bullshit talking phase. All right? Never the twain shall mix. Very evidently based on uh, our our, uh, our low reviews. <laughs> oh, they get so mad about Attack on Titan. So. Uh, anyway. Uh, so, uh, March is just super happy-go-lucky and is excited for the world when she grows up. Just super fucking hyped about it. Right? Um, real eager. Uh, Sissy, uh, she has her own tragic backstory going on, uh, that they, they tell very subtly through a very blatant flashback nightmare. Uh, and, and so they're, they're chatting. It's cute. Um, but then it, this one woman comes who has not been named at all. She's involved in four episodes yet to be given a name, which I can appreciate just makes it harder to talk about. Um, she is, you know, she is... Uh, uh, she's a girl boss, is how I'm gonna describe her. 
She's she's just large and in charge and ready to cut your jugular <laughs> at the slightest provocation. So yeah, girl boss shows up and is like, "Hey, congrats, village! You've been chosen for the sacrifice." Uh, and everyone's like, "Woo! Yeah, sacrifice!" Uh, and it's like, "All right, so wh- wh- where are the young kids at?" And it's like, "All right, here are the two young kids. You got March, you got different kid, you got baby, uh, and a, a shaman woman." examines them and is like oh yeah march she's getting sacrificed she's she's a goner uh and everyone's like woo yeah sacrifice uh and march march's parents are like yeah sacrifice but then they 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 have a moment alone with march and they're like oh god we are so sorry you're fucked (laughs) (laughs) and march is like what and and they're like you're gonna die and she's like i want to grow up and they're like yeah um change Uh, of plans Uh, (laughs) change of plans Try next time. Uh. <laughs> Get better luck next time. Um, and so March is pretty distraught that she needs to get sacrificed, you know. Um, so they they start taking her, and all of this is to prevent the big bear from killing everyone, uh, or so they say. Um, it's really weird because they the ritual is actually just to occasionally kill off a single child of these villages. So that the the larger urban community can take control of them at some point. Uh, the general one, idea is to keep them subservient by uh, uh, being the ones that enact the ritual. The idea is that uh, they are in a way protecting the rest of the village by it, like per- perpetrating an archaic tradition. I think it is a less interesting story that the whole ritual is like deliberately fraudulent. Um, at least, like, it's deliberately fraudulent on all levels. Like, maybe have the king of whatever the fuck the, vi- the big city is, uh, or whatever, maybe have them be aware that it's all bullshit. But I, I'm gonna say, I think Girl Boss should have believed that the ritual was actually real. And that would have added a little bit of interesting characterization for her. Right now, she is just evil. Um, and that's all. She, that's all she is. She is evil and nothing else. And that's less interesting. Give me those shades of gray. Give me this, like, person has to come to terms with the fact that they were willing to sacrifice a girl for, but it turns out it was all for nothing. Like, that'd be, that'd be fascinating. Like, to be like, so it was all for nothing? I've sacrificed so many kids. That's so fucked up. That's interesting. But no, it's instead like, yeah, fuck them kids. And it's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Which has been your philosophy on this show for three years, Remington. It has only been my philosophy on this show because I believe it adds emotional depth in most (laughs) cases. I believe it's usually the most interesting decision. But it's not interesting to have just the baddies be like, oh, but I'm just a baddie for like hardly any reason. Just because I'm bad, you know? And the entire nation, I guess, is just baddies. Oh, okay. Cool. It it just, it's less interesting. I I hope people can understand what I'm talking about. The black and white morality, okay, sure. Like, you have interesting characters. March is adorable and rambunctious and a ton of fun. Uh, Sissy, she's, she's determined and bold and independent in really neat ways, and I dig it. But then you have Girl Boss. She's evil. That's her character. Okay. Like, it's missing a lot there, you see. Uh, but they're like, all right, gonna sacrifice March. Uh, then Sissy shows up and is like, no, you're not. Run, March. March runs off uh, and, and falls into some water. 
uh, Sissy gets caught by the guards. Guards go looking for March and they're like, hey, we found March, but oh God, there is Orb. And Orb is torn to pieces after Bear. Um, Post-Bear. Post-Big Old Bear. Yeah, post-Bear. And uh, unzombifies himself, spooking the guards. Uh, March is a little bit spooked, but it's also just like, hey, friend. Um, so makes friends with the, the zombie orb. Um, they they fight over some fruit for a while, you know, um, some pears. So it's a decent moment um, before eventually March is like, I need to go back and do it so th- that uh, so so that like my little sister or my friend don't die. So she goes, she she turns herself back in essentially. Right. Uh, and and that is that is. uh. Also, girl boss, I haven't mentioned this, but she has the weirdest fucking outfit I've ever seen in my goddamn life. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong about that. <laughs> like it, it's okay. So let's get you know I'll be I'll be swimming later, so I need to have have my my one piece on for that, right? But I do need to protect myself a little bit, so let's just have some like heavy heavy armor legs and shoulders. What? Yeah, no, what? it doesn't. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Let's protect. It? Let's protect everything but the vitals. You know. Um, yeah, little like a little bit. She, dumb she also outfit. has like a weird armor piece that's wrapped around her neck and covers her shoulders. Yeah, I, none of it makes sense. It's a weird outfit. Uh, anyway, so episode three, uh, Orb gets named Fushi, and uh, Sissy frees herself. Big Bear shows up, kills a guard, yeets Sissy off a cliff. Uh, it's very dramatic. Uh, it all all culminates to. Um, uh, eventually March is passed out after eating some, some roofy jello and, uh, is tied up to an altar ready to be sacrificed, which they know that the sacrifice is false, but they go through with all of these steps anyway. But then also they see the bear that they think is the actual beast and they seem to like be fully accepting like, yeah, this is the demon we're trying to protect ourselves from, but also this is meaningless. There's some there's some internal inconsistency going on that's not terrible, but it's just like a bit weird. It's just a little bit weird. Uh, but oh no, March is in trouble. Um, Sissy shows up at the last minute and is trying to save March, and they're like, yeah, let him die. Bear shows up and is like ready to eat this child. Uh, then Orb shows up and protects March by turning into a wolf and single-handedly taking down Big Bear. Um, and Girl boss and guards just watch and they're like, wow, that's wild. Uh, and the episode ends with Fu- Fushi the orb as a dog saying thank you very awkwardly because he learned that from Mark. That's episode three. Now, I understand that some of you guys may be, if you've not seen it, if you didn't decide to watch a few episodes, some of you guys are a little bit overwhelmed. Um, yeah. Some some of you guys are starting to think, what the fuck is going on? That That's sort of how this show is. But the point is... March and Sissy are safe because Orb ate Big Bear. There you go. <laughs> like, I have so many notes taken for every single episode just explaining what the fuck is going on. I mean, yeah, it's a little hard to explain, but once you'll watch it, I feel like it makes perfect sense, Remington. It makes... It explains everything, so it does make perfect sense, except Orb. Um, which... what? It's not only that Orb is an entity on its own. The Orb was specifically sent... By maybe God. Yep. It seems to be implied that literally God sent this orb. Yeah, just to watch. See what happens. James <laughs> curious, you know, like I mean okay, Rem, tell me Let's see how this shakes. How many up. stories involve gods being curious? 
<laughs> so fucking many. Just Granted, like, let's see, let's see what this would happen. <laughs> and sometimes the god's curiosity is a bit more uh, direct. Like, Zeus was a very curious guy. <laughs> oh, he certainly was. He, he, certainly he tried was. fucking everything. And I mean that in two different ways. <laughs> so, episode four, we get some very blatant background from Sissy revealing that uh, she was supposed to be sacrificed, but her friend instead was sacrificed uh, and hid Sissy uh, instead, right? Um, they're, they're being carted off by Girl Boss, who Girl Boss has been like, hey, um, what we're going to do is we're going to tell everyone that you're dead and you're just going to come into the city and live lives there. And they're like, cool. So they're taking them. They're in the carriage with the shaman woman who, as it turns out, it's just a prisoner. Um, and, that, and it's like, yeah, it's all bullshit. Which I maintain is just so much less interesting for them to believe. Uh, they chill at some springs for a while. They arrive at Yaname? The city of Yaname, I think. Yeah, I believe. Uh, pronunciation has never been my strong suit, so I'm going to go with uh, you're correct on that one. There, there's a cute moment where March can't write a thing to her parents, so she just puts her hand in ink, places it there, and is like, there we go, I'll send this to them. Um, she's, March is real cute. She's adorable. Uh, so they're, they're eating food, girl boss and the gang, right? And all of a sudden, uh, March, Sissy and Fushi, they all pass out because they've been roofied again. Roofies, roofies everywhere. Um, and what a, what a horrible, horrible song. (laughs) Oh, that old Cosby show theme song. And, oh God, real fucked up. Current events. Um, real bad, real is bad. Is it current? Is it current? Well, unfortunately, I don't know if you heard the news about him getting released because of how everything was handled. It's real fucked. Um, oh, I did not hear that. That is unfortunate. Oh, yeah, don't don't worry. Don't lose hope on humanity. We're here to talk about a uh, cute little girl in jail. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> We're here to talk about girls in jails while scumbags get out of jail. What a great... <laughs> what a great parallel for this comedy podcast. Uh, so they're, they're stuck in a dungeon. They try to kill Fushi, the orb boy, for a while. They fail. Um, doesn't work out. Uh, Sissy plans a way to escape. Uh, eventually she sort of succeeds, but then falls into a storage, uh, house and a pervy guard catches Sissy and is like, hey, and then she just like murks a bitch and disguises herself as him. Um, because she's super adept at combat, except for bows and arrows. <laughs> she does she's okay bad at, with... She's bad at bows and arrows, except for one time where she is the, literally the single best ever at bows and arrows that anyone could ever imagine, ever. Uh, we'll get to that moment. It's a little dumb. It's a little dumb. I get it. It's a little dumb. Um, so the big bear has been carted into the dungeon as well and officially dies after being taken care of by March. Uh, a little bit, um, and and Sissy eventually saves March and Fushi. There we go. Uh, and then episode five. Here we go. Episode five. Sissy wants to cut out the eyes of the dead big bear so that she can bring them to the town and be like, "Hey, don't sacrifice. We killed it, right?" Uh, but March is like, "Don't do that." And Sissy's like, "I'll give you a fluffy puppy if I can tear out this motherfucker's eyes." And March is like, no, don't. And Sissy's like, all right. But, like, Sissy is right, though. Yeah, no. Like, they present it as if, like, oh, but March, you know, yeah, she look how she makes a really good point. But it's like, no, I mean, it's already dead. Take its eyeballs. 
so that more kids don't die. And like, it ends up working out in the end, but you couldn't know that. Like, I'm sorry, kiddo. I know you're uncomfortable with it, but like, this is to stop kids from dying. It's, it's, it's like, <laughs> it's like, all right. Yeah, I understand. You don't want to be on fear factor. All right. Uh, however, if you're on fear factor, you will stop a genocide. So maybe eat the worms. I know you're uncomfortable <laughs> with it, but like, maybe it's the obviously right thing to do. Also, that was really kind of a fucked up show, wasn't it? <laughs> a little bit, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, the, the, there's a lot going on in that show that not super ethical. <laughs> uh, or as we call it, Joe Rogan's Golden Ears. Uh, Oof. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so, uh, so they, they stop Sissy from doing that. Uh, they escape with the shaman prisoner old woman uh, as well. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the same woman. It is. Yeah, cool. Just making sure. They could have just, like, used the same assets. Yeah, no. Uh, but cool. I believe her name is uh, Pioran or Pioran. I couldn't tell you how to pronounce it. thought that was the name of Sissy. No, that that was Perona. What the fuck? My <laughs> Perona. Yeah. I'm so glad I don't know either of their names. So um, they, they are on a carriage back, right? March prepares a, a joke meal for Sissy. It's real cute. Um, eventually they're found by girl boss and some guards and they're attacked. Um, March decides to, at one point, sacrifice herself and jump in front of an arrow to protect, uh, Sissy. Um, Fushi is pissed about that, turns into Big Bear and mercs some motherfuckers. Also, I, I don't know when it happened, but at some point they transitioned from being in a forest to being in the middle of town. And I'm not sure when that happened exactly. Uh, it was, uh, they were in the, uh, keep and then they, uh, traveled through the forest, through the town to get back to the direction of the village. Cause they went from the, uh, from the village through the big for wilderness to the town. And then from the town where they were drugged to the, uh, big keep with like, all, all right, the ma maybe, prisoners. maybe I was writing a note at the time, yeah. but for me, it was like, I only noticed when there was a bear rampaging in a town all of a sudden. And I was like, oh, okay, we're in town. Yeah. Um, it was a little bit abrupt for me, but I acknowledge it could have just been me. Um, March uh, fucking dies because uh, she got arrowed in the, her side. So Sissy tries to save her. Does not work. Uh, yeah, little kids and arrows do not mix. Yeah. Yeah. So well, bear they do goes mix, on... but it's a very permanent mixture. <laughs> bear goes on rampage. Sissy... Uh, takes March, stops Fushi from going on the rampage, uh, and then decides that it, it looks like she's gonna kill Girl Boss, who's been fucked up, uh, uh, mostly off screen, uh, by by Big Bear Fushi. But instead of killing Girl Boss, Sissy's like, it's time to kill myself. Uh, but then Fushi slash the spirit of March stop Sissy from doing that. Um, and and. Fushi and Sissy, they go back to the village, right? And they're like, hey, stop sacrifices. Um, here, Here's the letter from your daughter. Uh, she's fucking dead. Uh, and and March go has her little heaven-ish moment that ends sad. Because it's like she grows up in heaven spirit world, but then realizes that it's not real. And that's pretty fucked. Yeah. Uh, but then, we mentioned the purgatory thing earlier, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, it seems as though March will continue adventuring with the orb, I guess? 
uh, because sure. the orb uh, takes her form. Oh! Because remember, the rules of the orb, uh, we never mentioned it before, but the, the orb, in order for the orb to take a new form, uh, it has to not be alive any longer. Well, uh, well, what about that moss, though? Rem, is moss alive? Yes! Uh, did it actually become the moss, or did it just grow the moss? I honestly cannot remember. It became the moss! I found a plot hole, and I'm not willing to let go! <laughs> da, 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 da. Hold on. Send me your hyper-pedantic emails correcting me about moss at animeoutofcontext.gmail.com. <laughs> Nonetheless, um, they they notice that girl boss is and guards are on the prowl looking for the Fushi Orb boy uh, creature. And for some reason, they're like, all right, you got to run. They're coming after you. And then they feel they, they notice that girl boss has found Fushi. Right. Um, and it's like lining up an arrow shot. So Sissy does a 360 no scope from a billion miles away to save Fushi from being struck by an arrow, but also it wouldn't have mattered if they were struck by an arrow. Uh, the idea was that uh, if she can temporarily kill him, uh, that it'll give him time to catch up is the idea. That That's the idea. But like he was, Fushi was being torn apart by Big Bear. Yes. And was fine. Yes. Despite being he... torn apart like 10 times per second. Yes. So, and he was like immediately recovering every time. So it seems like, like it, it built up for this like big old moment, but it like, it just felt like it didn't really matter though. Cause like, oh no, got shot by an arrow moving on. I don't understand. I, I just feel, and some people are going to be like, you're overthinking it, but like, it's making me. Uh, once again, show is good. I just, I do not think the show is as smart as I would like it to be or as nuanced or in-depth, which does not mean that it's stupid. It just means that it is much simpler than I think would work best for this idea. Well, I hear a knock at the door, Remington. <laughs> and I can smell the scent of pitchforks. What do pitchforks smell like, you uh, ask? Well, they smell like disappointment. Yeah. And blind rage. Uh, lots of blind rage that corrupts people's perspectives and having nuanced opinions. Uh, but with that in mind, uh, Rem, do you have any idea what the mouse score is for this show? Uh, you've indicated that people like it, and especially with it being from the same creator of Silent Voice, it's going to be like 8.4. Okay. Uh, it doesn't actually have that high of a... Uh, of a uh, rating count currently. Uh, they're currently on episode 20, uh, and it's still airing. Uh, we don't know exactly how long it's going to be for this first core. Probably 24, if I had to guess. Um, but it is currently sitting with uh, only 94,000 ratings, so that's small numbers for this site, so it's going to be a bit skewed in one way or another, but it is currently sitting at an 8.62. Oh, God. Wow. Okay, very high. Yes. I would give it... Like a six and a half. Okay, see, that's where they break down the that's door. That's a good rating! Not in weeb culture, it ain't. <laughs> no, yeah, because weebs are like, oh, God, if it's anything below seven, it's the worst show around. Man, you were just finding all kinds of ways to insult our audience, aren't you? <laughs> I know, a lot of people really like this show. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I really like the mythological feel, uh, mythological storybook feel. Really dig it. I just think that there are some things that it shoots itself in the foot with. Or in this I case, feel, the hand from several miles away. 
I feel like there, if if it were to fix the issues that I have with it, it would be like a nine nine point five for me, which is crazy. However, I think that's gonna piss people off even more. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know why. Because it has it's such like, high potential. Like you're you're raising it so so high, and then you're just also like wrapping a rope around its neck and bringing it back down and i feel like that's going to hurt people more than just uh like a flat even opinion throughout like you're altering expectations throughout man i don't know if i can protect you from the weebs bring it weebs you you can angry tweet us at anime con pod on twitter <laughs> fantastic uh so with that Remington, i guess the final question i have to ask you is there any chance you want to watch some more to your eternity with me uh, I mean, yeah, like, sure, probably not, like, binge it, but I'm down. It's not a very bingeable show, I've found. Uh, as someone who binged a lot of it, like, again, right before we recorded, because there was a bit of a delay between parts this time. Part the kimono a little bit, have a little beat there. Uh, but with that, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed Remington stomping on your hopes and dreams in a very reasonable and efficient manner this time, then you can head on over to, uh... Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and leave us a review. It means the world to us, and we do read every single one, even the bad ones. But don't leave us a bad one just because you think you're funny. Leave us a hilarious comment and a good old five-star review, and we will love you forever. Uh, but if that's not enough for you, if you'd like to support us uh, even more directly, we also have a Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext, where we do uh, lots of different types of variety content, including... Uh, playing uh, weird games, some anime games, and then sometimes just playing weird dating sim games for no particular reason and trying our best to be the voice actors we know we cannot be. Uh, but if that's still not enough for you, if you'd like to support us even more directly, you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext where you can gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material, including having the opportunity to have Remington horribly mispronounce your name live on the podcast. So, Remington, who are we thanking this week? As always, I'd like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, who we really appreciate. But moving on, we reach the Yandere Waifu tier, who are, are not letting us gouge out the eyeballs of love. And on that list, we have... You like jazz? Walk me home gently. Turtle Nation, Sundere Dragon, Trenton Towers, Totally God, The World Shall Know Propane, Sorry Mother, Cesorum, Silent Secondary, Sean Produces Leaders of Gamer Goo, I hate that. I don't Sean, like Final me. Arrow Gay, this is the final one, Sean. Oh, thank Fallen Christ. Makina and the City of Ruins, my personal favorite. Uh, Scoopy Loopy Boopy Doopy Hoopy Goopy Oopy, Sarah Birch, Sammy Pritchard, Seco Salty Pretzel, Sequoia Faye, Remington Connoisseur of Anime Titties, Remington's Imaginary Friend, Remington Merrill, Rem you failed the name pronunciation test, Rem wants you to be a white Schwartzmeister, Redneck Weeb, ready to be Isekai'd. No, I can't possibly say this name on the podcast. I'd rather watch every episode of Beastars than read this name. Matthew, my brother, unironically likes SAO Drum. Matt, I swear it's not my Joey Willer Dokimakra G. Makachop92, Lou Goffenberger, Lonely Geek23, Kyrie, Juan Jaritos, Jax, Jack of Spades, I like Shonen, but Rem is Moe Trash, Ichigo Simp, 015. I went to a shrink to analyze my dream. She says it's a lack of sex that's bringing me down. Uh, I want to dress up like a shark and watch you chum. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I, believe, like that. <laughs> I believe in Taiga Isaka supremacy. Hanakawa, Glenn Michael Dolan, Ghostly Bishi, I need more Joey Wheeler in my life. Gay as fuck, but without a fuck, because I'm ace. Gate Duck, fuck of love, Fox and Boy. Fruit is the best V Shoujo girl. 
Fern the Sandwich Man, Farmer Weeb wants Joey Wheeler. Hey yo, shoot your goo, my dude. Oh fuck, why? What's up with all the goo? Eric, I don't P, know. It's Dark a theme, and I hate it. Someone explain goo, uh, and I, why I we don't... have had two references. Dark Swarm Seven One Three, Danny Morbido, Shy Nine Hundred, Christian Moss, Christian Crawford. Cheese Monkey, Broke Bitch, Relatable, uh, Blake Dubin, Baby Bun, Ariel Bird, Anime Duck, Andrew Sinclair, Andrew Sinclair, Andrew Rauke, Elise Howard, Alpha Weeb, Albert Avila. Thank you absolutely every single one of you. You all are fantastic. Ram, Goo is not a VTuber reference. <laughs> it is the worst kind of thing that we could have said. I Explain like. Gamer Goo to us, weeps. Um, all right, don't, so, uh, don't do that. I don't want to read fill those up emails. At Sean E. Rollins on Twitter. No, no, said, no, 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 please, no. <laughs> uh, moving on, we reach the boy wizard tier hanging out at Hogwarts. And you know, since we're feeling divine this week, absolutely divine and godly with our orb, we are doing Bible verses uh, that are that are about Harry Potter, according to OpenBible.info. Oh my Christ! When is it gonna end? These these barrel shavings are uh what are going barrel? great. The barrel is gone. You are scraping the metaphorical orb of this concept of this Patreon. Tier. There's a very good chance that patron tiers will be reworked in the near future, but we'll figure it out. Uh, but anyway, moving on. We start with Wolf. Wolf, uh, you get First Timothy four seven. Have nothing to do with irreverent silly myths. Rather, train yourself for godliness. Um, fit, fitting, especially for this week. Uh, Rare Country Roads is the best Ghibli movie fight me, Kumiko. You get Revelation 921. Nor did they repent of their murders or their sorceries or their sexual immorality or their thefts. Uh, which, you know, I feel like not all of those things can be equated that easily, no, but whatever. Like, if I can do sorcery, I don't, I don't want to be, like, convicted of it. I, I want to be, <laughs> hey, cool, I'm a rad sorcerer. That means my Pilkster's, charisma stat is good. Sean, we have so many. We cannot have uh, this much fair. interlude. I, uh, don't get me wrong, love the banter. We simply do not have the time. Bye, <laughs> we bye. already feel like fucking 15 minutes of patron nonsense every week. Because we on. have too many gracious people and I'm bad. Uh... Pilkster, the Simpho Gear Advocate, you get Leviticus 1931. Do not turn to mediums or necromancers. Do not seek them out, and so make yourselves unclean by them. I am the Lord your God. Uh, then we get MT the Poet. You are going to get, oh God, there's so many that are so long. Leviticus 26, if a person turns to mediums and necromancers, whoring after them, I will set my face against that person and will cut him off from among his people. Uh, Miguel Delion, you're going to get 1 Corinthians 13, 11. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. Give up that Harry Potter. Um, Kirigiri is the best girl and Remington needs to know this. You are going to get Micah 512, and I will cut off sorceries from your hand, and you shall have no more tellers of fortune. Kazumurako, you are going to get... Oh, God, they're all so long. Uh, <laughs> you're going to get Galatians 520. Foot with this one, Rem. Idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole verse. <laughs> oh, Justin Kessinger, uh, you are going to get... Acts 19.19, and a number of those who had practiced magic arts brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all, and they counted the value of them and found it came to 50,000 pieces of silver. I live in Ogden, yes, that one. You are going to get Exodus 22.18, you shall not permit a sorceress to live. Uh, I call Bondru Daddy, you get Exodus 7.22, but the magicians of Egypt did the same by their secret arts. So Pharaoh's heart 
remained hardened, and he would not listen to them as the Lord had said. Uh, Hinata is a ball of sunshine. You have First Peter 5.8. Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Uh, and Enrique Perez-Torres, you're gonna get 2 Corinthians 11.14. And no wonder, for even Satan disguised himself as an angel of light. You know, Harry Potter disguising itself as an angel of light. We all understand that. It makes perfect oh, yeah, sense. yeah, this was still about Harry Potter. <laughs> DJ hires. You get Daniel 2.27. Daniel answered the king and said, No wise man, enchanters, magicians, or astrologers can show to the king the mystery that the king has asked. Uh, dedicated sadist, you are going to get... Uh, but solid is the foot of the mature for those who have their powers of discernment trained by constant practice to distinguish good from evil. Uh, Declan, uh, Declan Zachariah, you are going to get Hebrews 4.15. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Uh, Zachary, oh, wait, that's it. Hey, there we go. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Fucking hell. I'm just... You know, out of context, those sound really awful. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, we reached the Shevina Musco tier. Ignore what's in the news about it lately. Uh, the patients are still great. Uh, we <laughs> on on this, everyone's gonna get their own world's biggest orb. Uh, Zachary Shirley has opened all eight inner gates and seven heavenly breaths. Unless there's a revisit to IQ, you get the the biggest barbed wire ball down in Texas. Uh, which weighs twenty one thousand pounds and is t almost twelve feet in diameter. Um, Jesus. I know, that's rough. Silk Inspector, you get the world's largest rubber, bound rubber band ball, which is 4,000 pounds and five and a half feet high. Uh, which, you know, that's that's pretty wild. All rubber bands all the time. Uh, Raftalia is my anime waifu. You are going to get the world's largest popcorn ball. Uh, delicious. Uh, it is... Uh, uh, all right, so it's 900 pounds of popcorn, 1,500 pounds of sugar, 700 pounds of syrup. Jesus. Uh, for a total fuck. of around 3,100 pounds. Good God. That's a lot. That's a lot of popcorn. I wonder how uh, many Peter calories. Peter Masiel, you are going to get some the big ball of twine, nearly 18,000 18, pounds. I'm sorry. Not, almost nine tons. Uh, it is 40 feet of twine that's ready to fuck you up. Last but not least, my dear old mother, who's getting the world's largest ball of paint, uh, which has 20,000 coats on it uh is is uh, a 40 pounds but you know like for what it is that's still very impressive also apparently it it, it is in alexandria uh, indiana which according to mental floss also has the world's largest hairball so oh, oh, oh okay fantastic <laughs> so thank you guys so much if you want to reach out whether it's for comment question feedback or recommendation you can tweet us at animeconpod on twitter or send an email over to anime out of context at gmail.com once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you very much. And as always, don't fuck your sister. Hey, you, shoot your goo, my dude. I am forcing the egg through my body. That is what's going on here. We hold these truths. To be self-evident, we hold Sean's dick.